You're listening to More Than Talk, where each week we speak with faith-filled individuals who are influencing the world around them. As you hear their story, we know that you'll not only be inspired, but you'll be challenged to do more than just talk. Hi, I'm Rebecca Pratt, and today I'm hosting Cam Greenwood. Cam is the co-founder alongside his wife, Elise, and chief pioneer of Zerali, the spirited outdoor brand that exists to draw people closer to nature, themselves, and each other. Prior to launching Zerali, Cam was the founder behind Monster Surf. After starting the business in his parents' backyard at just 18 years of age, the brand received a tribe-like following with customers from over 40 countries worldwide. This big imagination has led Cam to receiving widespread media coverage throughout his journey and was featured in Smart Company's Smart 30 Under 30. Cam is regularly invited to share his unique brand of leadership, creativity and social entrepreneurship with schools, businesses and conferences across Australia. Cam's mission is to help people conquer fear in order to discover their own purpose in life. So in today's episode, we'll be looking at how we can live life beyond fear and step into the fullness of our potential. I am personally so encouraged by Cam's story and I know you will be too. So without further delay, please enjoy the podcast. Cam, welcome to More Than Talk. So good to have you join us today. Thanks, Beck. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I can't wait for our community to hear your story. And Cam, you are someone with huge dreams that has accomplished so much already. And I know we've only gotten to know each other recently, but I'm amazed at what you have journeyed through and everything you and Elise are doing today. So maybe to start off with, can you share a bit about yourself and Zorali and all that you're involved in? Yeah, thank you. Well, first of all, thanks for that uh, mini intro. That was <laughs> super nice. Um, so, yeah, my name's Cam. I'm 27 years old. Uh, I grew up in Melbourne and three years ago I moved um, down the coast to Ocean Grove, which is where I met my wife, Elise, and together we started Zorali and it's been an amazing adventure so far. So cool. Can you tell us a bit more about Zorali? Yeah, yeah, amazing. So Zorali is an outdoor brand. So we sell outdoor gear and apparel. Um, We're all about getting the world outside uh, because we believe exploring and having fun with friends is the pathway to a happy and healthy life. So yeah, we absolutely love what we do. Um, We're in love with nature god's creation and yeah seeing people live life to the full and yeah it's Mm. been um such an incredible journey to yeah seeing uh everything come to life when you know just a few years back this was just a little dream in our hearts and um to have so much momentum behind it now and to be um yeah trading for almost a year now has been really cool to see it's so cool. And correct me if I'm wrong, but Zorali means fearless and full of life. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got a pretty funky name. We um, created our own word by fusing two words together. One was a really um, old Persian word for fearless and one was an African word for full of life. And together they, yeah, it's like first three letters and last three letters um, of those two words spelled Zorali. I love that. I think that's so cool. And I love that Zorali isn't just a clothing brand, but there's meaning behind it and for people to live this fearless life. Um, And we're going to talk about that 
idea in just a few moments. But before we do, how did Zarali start? Or back then yeah. it was called Monster Surf. Yeah. So crazy story. So, um, yeah, Zarali originally um, was born as a surf brand. Um, <laughs> back in 2012, I just finished high school. And I was kind of in that stage of my life where I had to kind of choose which career path I was going to go down and um, just didn't really have any clear sense of direction or, um, yeah, anything that was really sticking out that to me that was like what I wanted to do. And I think it was because like I wanted like a map. I wanted my whole life worked out. I wanted to As see how do. it was all going <laughs> to yeah, progress. Um, and I, I went surfing in that time because I loved surfing and I was just sitting on my board and um, I always had like these big dreams as a kid. And I just thought like, why not? Like, why not try yep. to do something out of the ordinary? And one of my dreams was to start my own brand. So um, I thought, yep, let's start a surf brand. And um, so I went home, I asked my parents if I could make a surfboard in our backyard. And they were like, yeah, whatever. Like not knowing <laughs> what my kind of plans were for mm -hmm. it. And um, I put this funky little logo on it, Monster Surf, and took a photo, uploaded it to Facebook, created a Facebook page, and um, yeah, started all just started from there in 2012. And um, wow. yeah, little did I know all that would, would come from that. Totally. And you mm. went to China as well, is that right? Yeah, so um, this was in my first year of uni. So once it kind of started, I was um, pretty hooked on the idea of turning it into a business, not just like a backyard hobby as it was at the time. Mm. Uh, so I deferred my university degree, uh, booked a flight ticket to China, hardly had any contacts. And yeah, it was like values is really important for me. So I, was, I really wanted to find some partners that mm. were fair trade certified that um, yeah would be able to partner with us to create clothing. Um, so yeah, the kind of original vision for Monster was surfboards and surf apparel um so that's kind of how we started and we officially launched in 2013 and um yeah it was it like crazy to look back on like i mm. if some if people show me how it started i get like really embarrassed at, like <laughs> the original designs i'm like oh my goodness no, we all have to start somewhere. And <laughs> exactly. I, I can imagine it's quite scary to start something new, especially at such a young age. Were you scared or was there a specific moment of fear that could have potentially held you back? And if so, how did you push through? Yeah, yeah. So much fear at the start. Um, I grew up like not the most like outgoing kid and like wasn't um, – I was like really – kind of confident and comfortable within myself but not so comfortable putting ideas or like dreams out into the open so that was a massive thing for me and I think you know I grew up always having these dreams inside my head and this like wild imagination but I think I got to a point where I realized that like it was almost like I had two lives it was like the life that I lived and then there was like the life that I dreamed of or the life that I imagined and what was standing between those two realities was fear and there was like fear of mm. failure fear of rejection mm. fear of what could go wrong by following my heart and you know the list obviously goes on and on and um, 
yeah, I just made a decision back then in 2012 to, to reject that voice of fear yeah. and to listen to, for me, like God's voice, um, which is always like filled with possibility and um, to really follow his call, which for me looked like starting that surf brand. And um, yeah, I think I learned in that time how key it is to, to make space to hear the right voice. Um, and so that's true. why I became so passionate about um yeah, just encouraging people to spend time in nature because that was the place that, yeah, really became that that place where I could um, connect with God and connect with like His plan and purpose for me, and to yeah, really find the the passion and energy to to go and actually chase those dreams. So good. And then after a number of years, your business was established and then there was a name change, which I know arose out of a pretty difficult situation. Can you let us know a little bit about what happened and yeah, how the name change came about? Yeah. So yeah, about um, four years into our journey, like we'd been growing pretty fast. We just like an online store. We had, oh, we had a, we had a store in, um, in Eastland, in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Um, and yeah, things were like going really well. And then kind of like right in the peak of it, um, we received this legal letter in the mail from California, which was like crazy. It was this big yeah. global brand um, who didn't like us using the name Monster. Um, I'm sure any oh listeners can probably guess who it was. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was kind of crazy because it was like if I if I rolled over, I would have risked like losing everything that we had built. But if I was up for the fight, we would have been like dragged into this lengthy legal battle against this yep. massive company that had way more resources and lawyers than we did. And yeah, it kind of felt like a modern day Davis Goliath. And mm. um, yeah, we decided to fight it because um, we knew like if we didn't, we were pretty much going to have to shut. Um, at that stage but we also knew we we didn't really have the money Um, so it was kind of a crazy time it was probably the time in my life where I like experienced like real anxiety for the first time in my life and yeah yeah, I learned so much because I was like looking at things through that lens of fear and I like stopped forgetting like who was behind my dreams and um, yeah how it started and how it originated and um yeah i i was so stressed i actually ended up in hospital with like severe burnout and yeah i'd love to um tell you that you know it all worked out Mm. and um you know the legal battle went away and we or we won or whatever but you know that's not how it happened and i you know i had to learn in that time that um, you know, life doesn't always go the, the way that we plan, but mm. it's in those times that, you know, we can choose to believe it's part of a greater plan. And um, that's just what I did. And I started slowly changing my perspective and anticipating that maybe something new would come from this challenge. And yes. um, it was in that season when um, I moved down the coast to Ocean Grove, like purely just to spend more time uh, in the ocean because it was, I like needed um some rest and and that's where i met elise and um we began talking and dreaming about um taking the community i'd built through monster surf and transitioning them to a new brand um which we wanted to stand for um our love for getting outside and um 
yeah and that's how Zorali came about and yeah it was a crazy crazy time wow um, what would you say is probably the main thing that you learned during that time yeah um yeah i think all of the the limitations and, and the challenges that we face um like what we perceive as the limit or the end or 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 the end of the road whatever i think is like the beginning of of any great innovation and any great change and and that's what you know it was for us and i think you know if you can really find the courage in that time to allow yourself to to really step out even when it feels like everything around you is telling you to step back um i think there's like amazing things beyond those edges and yeah i think just really deeply knowing the right voice to listen to god's voice and really trusting him um i think yeah i learned so much in that time about where i should put my value as well like yeah. i think i had a lot of my identity in monster and in running that business and it was kind of being taken from me and um yeah i really had to learn that like i'm cam like monster's great but like this is me it's it i'm not my business and so i had to yeah. really um yeah disconnect myself um from i guess the reality that monster was coming to an end didn't mean cam was coming to an end and cam was going to mm. keep going and um yeah uh, there was going to be great things around the corner it's so good and i think that's so good to know as well because so many times do we invest into what we're doing and see that our identity is what we do rather than who we are in Christ. And so that is a huge lesson to learn that I am still learning. And I think we're all on that journey. But even talking to you over recent months and hearing your story, you are someone that has just continually trusted in God, no matter what the situation is, no matter what comes your way. And I know there's a number of people that are on the path heading towards their dreams. But what would you say to those that are in a similar situation where they're on the path, but they're encountering resistance, whether that be a problem that has popped up or an obstacle in their way and maybe fear is gripping them? What would you say? Yeah, great question. Um, yeah, I remember when Elise and I were kind of in that in that time of when you know, we had all these plans and we had this dream to, to start Zorali. Um, and Elise was like working in like her dream job basically. So it wasn't like she was kind of looking for a way out, um, but we really felt called to do it. And I remember looking at Elise in that time and I was like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, are you sure you want to leave the comfort of your job, which you love mm. <laughs> like for this, for this unknown path of where we felt called towards and, um, it was such an impacting moment because she just looked at me and she was like, Cam, we weren't created to be comfy. Wow. And, um, you know, I think that's so true because, you know, I think all of us as humans, like we naturally seek comfort, stability, and without um, some source of inspiration where it's that dream or, or, or whatever that really disrupts your comfort and um, inspires you to, to really take that step. Like you're not gonna enter into something new. And it's almost mm. like you need to, you need to encourage yourself to, to really jump into the dream, into like the discomfort, into the fear, into the unknown. Otherwise the dream is never gonna happen. So 
I think if anyone's listening and they're in a similar situation, mm. they're you know on the path, but they're encountering some sort of resistance, whether that's yeah fear, problem, unknown, lack of resources. Um, yeah, obviously do your do your research. You know, get your planning in place. But when you're at the when you're at the point, um, you just gotta come to a stage where you're like okay nothing's ever going to be perfect the timing's never going to be perfect i'm yep. just i just got to take the leap trust yep. god and see what happens amen just give it a go <laughs> step out in faith and you never know what's on the other side um, and cam you're an innovator you're a big thinker and a big dreamer what would your advice be to all the innovators right now in fact actually i think we're all called to be innovators god is such a yeah. creative god and he Amen. gives us that ability to create but what would your advice be for people that are wanting to step out and create and try something new mm, so good uh i think if there's one thing i'd love for all the innovators out there to take away from this chat is to just simply learn to listen to the right voice yeah. you know there's like so many voices uh out there in our lives and also within us you know we've got competing voices there's like you know you got god's voice but then you got that like voice of fear that tries to pull you away from you know your plans and um everything like that and i think your willingness as an innovator as you know a child of god to, to really reject that voice of of fear but follow and really listen to god's voice is one of the most courageous and and powerful actions that you can take yeah. um not just as an innovator but as a human being and i th i think that everything we all want in life like purpose meaning significance fulfillment anything great um in all of our lives will come by following god's voice so and good so i think in saying that i think the most important thing that we can all do is after listening to this you know <laughs> go outside we stop take a moment yeah. pause and and stop listening to to you know what holds us back and to simply start listening to you know what god's saying to us what he's encouraging us about us but also what he's encouraging us to to do and to chase and to follow and you know i think that ultimately um you know on our journey elise and i've learned that like we all have a choice we can can let fear call the shots or we can choose to let go and, and, and follow God's voice um, to that journey that he all calls us to. And I think that's the most exciting invitation in the world. <laughs> so true. Such an exciting invitation. And Cam, you're just full of wisdom. I could listen to you all day. <laughs> uh, but just before we finish, where can we find out more about Zarali? I know that there are many people listening that would love to buy some of your products or join yeah, in on amazing. your community. They might even be interested in having you speak in their workplace or university. Where can we find you? Yeah, uh, on the gram, as they say, is probably yes. easiest uh, at Zorali, Z-O-R-A-L-I, and or Zorali.com, and um, yeah, if you're interested, checking out um, any of our stuff, yeah, you'll be able to find all of our information on either of those two pages, and yeah, we'd love to connect and. Um, see everyone outside at some stage in future. Yes, and I really do encourage you to follow Zarali on Instagram. I know I do, and I go onto their page, and it's just like a breath of fresh air, even on the phone. Um, but Cam, it's been such a pleasure having you join us for today's episode. You are someone that lives beyond fear, and I personally have been so impacted by your story, and I know that our community will as well. So thank you so much for sharing today.
Thanks so much, Beck. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to another episode of More Than Talk. If you know of anyone that's making a difference in their world, we would love to have them on the podcast. So please message us via Instagram at morethantalk underscore podcast. We also would love for you to join our community. So follow us, subscribe, leave a review and share this podcast around as we believe these stories will not only inspire, but challenge us to do more than just talk.